You've tuned into the Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to the Dr. Lowe Show. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor. Thank you for joining me, hanging on the airwaves with me. We have a great show in store for you. And if I sound a little nasally, that's because I am just fighting off a cold from my cute little five-month-old baby, aka Petri dish, Zion. Now we know that babies just collect everything. So I took him to a conference with me um, a couple weeks ago, and I think he got a little too friendly with some of the other babies and probably picked something up. So, and of course my mom is now sick. My best friend, I went and visited them in Colorado over the weekend and he decided to spread the love. So, but it's worth it because he's so, so cute and we're all starting to feel a lot better. Thanks to all my immune boosting supplements from, from my clinic shine. Those have really been helping a lot, especially the elderberry. If you guys don't take elderberry, it's the best. Um, if you listen to my show last week, with Dr. Ilana Ramel for um, Med School for Moms. Definitely check it out. If you haven't heard it, it is so, so good for all moms. Um, But that really helped me a lot to um, get over a lot of these symptoms. Anyway, so this topic that we're talking about on the show is very near and dear to my heart, being a new mom, you know, having the experience of a wild birth. um, You know, it's a it, it definitely changes things down below and it's more than just going to your doctor and then, you know, doing a quick little exam and saying, you're fine. Like you want to go and have things really checked out. And I'm so glad that I did from Dr. Dawn. She made such a difference for me, um, really identified some things that I needed to work on. And it has been a world of difference since seeing her. So I, I sing her praises and I highly recommend what she does. Um, before I read her bio and bring her onto the show, I want to give some love to our show sponsors. So if you are a girl who loves pumpkin spice. Now that's obviously big right now, um, since we are going into fall and winter. So Organifi, you know, I love them for their green drink. It's my very, very favorite, but they have a pumpkin spice, uh, gold that is so good. If you add it to hot water, it tastes like this just delicious wintry fall kind of drink. And what I love about it too, is it doesn't have bad sweeteners in it. So let me pull up the ingredients. It is sweetened with monk fruit. Monk fruit doesn't spike your blood sugar. So it's safe for diabetics. If you're really focusing on, um, you know, um, maintaining a healthy blood sugar not taking in, um, bad sugars, this is a really good drink for you. Also, it has turmeric in it. So if you're, if you tend to have aches and pains, if you want to reduce inflammation, it's really good. It's basically medicinal pumpkin spice that actually tastes good. So I love this. I love any of their other products. This company is all about integrity. They use the very best ingredients. They're dairy, gluten-free, soy-free, USDA organic, 100% vegan, and they're keto-friendly. So anything that you're doing, any special diet, it's going to fall into that. I guarantee it. So you can get your Organifi Gold Pumpkin Spice or any other supplements or products that they have over at Organifi.com slash Dr. Low, D-R-L-O. And at checkout, you want to enter Dr. Low 20, D-R-L-O 20, and you'll get 20% off your entire order. All right. Last sponsor here is Four Sigmatic. If you guys are big coffee fans, but if coffee tends to make you feel a little cracked out and jittery, 
they have the perfect coffee alternative for you that actually is coffee, but it's with adaptogenic mushrooms in it. So adaptogens, if you don't know this by now, I've talked about this a lot on my show, are basically herbs, natural substances that can help your body adapt to stress. So if you're a little overstressed or if you're kind of flatlined, you're not able to really keep up with the stress of the day, adaptogens help your body to basically adapt to what life is throwing at you. So it's a really good combination putting the two together. They have one product that I really love. It's a mushroom coffee with lion's mane. Lion's mane is a particular um, type of mushroom that has a lot of medicinal benefits. What I love about it is that it is a high antioxidant. It basically helps your brain work better. So it helps with focus, with concentration, and just kind of mental stress. It helps you deal with that a lot better. So highly recommended if you'd like to try this type of coffee, you can head over to foursigmatic.com. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash Dr. Lowe, D-R-L-O, and enter Dr. Lowe at checkout and you'll get 15% off your coffee or anything else on that website. Enjoy. Let's hop into the show. So for this episode, I'm talking with Dr. Dawn Andalon. She is my personal um, physical therapist that I've been working with for actually when I, when I first was pregnant, I didn't know I, um, I sprained my foot really bad playing volleyball, which was dumb. I was wearing like sketchers with no laces. It was, I came straight from the airport. Don't judge me. Anyway, I, I rolled my ankle really bad and, um, and I had to see a physical therapist. So I worked with them and they were kind enough to, um, you know, to let me try their services. And it was really incredible. And it helped me so much to, to, uh, heal up so quickly. And then fast forward to when I had Zion afterwards, I went and saw her for my own, um, appointments to check out, you know, pelvic floor and any kind of damage that had been done post childbirth. And it was really, really helpful. So a little bit about Dr. Dawn. She is actually local here in San Diego and Carlsbad. She used to work at Nike uh, World Headquarters in Portland, which is so funny because I went to school in Portland as well. She's always been into fitness. She was a former dancer and gymnast. She's worked with elite and Olympic athletes, surfers, golf pros. She's highly trained in pelvic floor rehab. She holds a manual therapy certification from University of St. Augustine. She has special training with the female athlete population. Um, she treats all kinds of things like spine, hip, pelvic issues, but I really um, you know, think she really shines in this area. So I hope you enjoy and let's jump into the show. Hello, welcome back to the show, my friends. I have a wonderful guest joining me. We have Dr. Don and it's Andalon, right? Yes. Okay. I've actually never said your last name. I always refer you as Dr. Don. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> so I have worked with Dr. Don actually for myself personally. Um, and I've been able to hear from other people who have worked with her and I have her new book in my hand beyond nine months. And I feel like this is something that's so undervalued, underutilized, and so needed for women. Any women, woman who has had um, a child. I, this is just a must listen to and a must read. So for any of you mamas, tune in. If you know anyone who's a new mom or, or who has had a kid a long time ago and maybe has some of these symptoms that we'll talk about, you know, pass this book along to them and share this episode with them. It is so important. And also something that typically, you know, their, their maybe primary care or OBGYN won't be talking about these things. Um, and a lot of women are suffering because they just don't know about some of these issues and the solutions. So I'm very passionate about this. So before we jump into the meat of the show, 
Dr. Dawn, welcome to Dr. Lowe's show. It's good to have you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Of course. And um, Dr. Dawn has a, an awesome clinic um, here in um, the San Diego area in Encinitas. And I've been going there for PT for myself and also for Pilates. And I did a talk there a few months back. That was fun. I was super pregnant. I had to sit down and put my <laughs> feet up because they were so swollen. <laughs> but we did it. Um, but yeah, what got you into this weird field of yours where you worked with women on their pelvic floor? I mean, what got you into that? Yeah. So um, being a PT for almost 15 years, um, it's funny, we only got about a two-hour lecture in PT school about the pelvic floor. And it wasn't until, and this usually happens with other PTs that go into this specialty, that when I had my own kids and other mom friends of mine started asking me questions, I did my own research. I was having my own issues with pelvic pain and also abdominal separation. And I was like, okay, I'm here to help women with their bodies and fix orthopedic problems. And I'm a sports PT, but I don't have a lot of knowledge on the pelvic floor. So I went on to do more research for my own self and my friends. And then I, I decided, wow, this is so needed because women don't have this knowledge and they're going online searching for answers or else um, they just think that surgery is the only option. And I just wanted to be able to specialize in something that really I can give back to the community of women that I know so need it. And that's how I got into it. Like And for you in practice, like how have you seen that this has helped women? Yeah. um, So It's interesting. I do get a lot of the common things that women say to me over and over about being frustrated with the way they feel that maybe their questions weren't answered when they went to their postpartum checkup or even older women that are going to the doctor, the gynecologist with issues and they've been misdiagnosed so many years or put on medications. And then finally, it's like it's a musculoskeletal issue, but they were never recognized to have that. Right. And so I find it like sometimes just a couple visits with me. It's like life changing for women. And I get a lot of women crying in my office. It's like, um, you know, it's very personal. And there's a lot of um, things that are life changing for women when they learn more about how to take care of themselves and their bodies. Well, it's a sensitive area feeling wise and also emotionally. I mean, this is an area that so many, so many women have dealt with different physical traumas, whether it's sexual trauma or maybe they've had surgeries where things haven't gone the way that they've, you know, hoped that they would go or if they've had a traumatic birth, Mm -hmm. right? So there's so many things that can be stored in those areas. So that makes a lot of sense, you know? And also too, like you finding issues that other doctors haven't found, that can be a huge emotional release too. Yeah, yeah. And um, I feel like in the last 10 years, there's been more information out there for women, but it's still like fairly a new specialty in the last five to 10 years where my first job out of PT school 15 plus years ago was with a pelvic floor PT. And she was one of the feet, one of the only really in the LA area. And I, so I got to really be exposed to how she was helping people then. But now you hear about it a little more often and more people are starting to realize, Hey, this, this person can help me. Yeah. Well, so 
so someone who just had a baby, I love because this is such a relevant topic for me. So Zion is now almost five months old. And I can remember, you know, to my six week postpartum visit with my OBGYN. And keep in mind, he's a very holistic doctor. I mean, he's very open minded. And, you know, he's not like, I mean, he's a Western doctor, but is more open minded to things. So I thought it was going to be like maybe a little bit more thorough. But we did the six week check. He just like inserted his finger, like having me do a couple of things. And he's like, okay, you're good to go. <laughs> so mm-hmm. okay. um, and a lot of women would take that and run and start doing, you know, actual running or, you know, maybe some um, burpees or, you know, high intensity workout and, and um, it wouldn't notice some of the other clues that perhaps that's not the best thing to do right now. And what a lot of women don't realize too, is that your hormones are still a lot like when you were pregnant, you know, you still have a lot of that like relaxing and a lot of the progesterone estrogen that yes, it's lower, but your, your ligaments are still kind of you know, stretched and it's not as tight as it needs to be to do those kinds of things. So from, from what I've studied, you know, you want to wait until you're done breastfeeding and add on three months to start doing the high intensity stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just important to know that, that time frame. And then fast forward to when I saw you, uh, cause I knew when he said that I was like, let me just wait till I see <laughs> Dr. Don. So I waited until I went and saw you truly because I was like chomping at the bit to get back to Pilates because it helped me so much. So I was missing it so, so much. Yeah. I came to see you wanting to get cleared for Pilates, which you did, thank God. And you gave her some modifications to do really gentle, like easing into working out again. Mm-hmm. Your, your visit was an hour as opposed to, you know, the visit with him was just a few minutes. So it was night and day difference. Um, so I just wanted to give you that acknowledgement that it, it meant a lot to be able to understand um, you know, more about my body and what I needed to do to heal things up. And um, so whole different experience for those who haven't gone that, the route of the, the PT route. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, like even moms that have had a C-section, um, you think of any other surgery like back surgery, shoulder surgery, PT is almost always recommended. But after um, a major abdominal surgery and not recommending going to somebody that specializes in treating women, um, it's so important for vaginal and C-section deliveries. Yeah, 100%. Because you can have with C-sections or any abdominal surgery, different adhesions, scar tissues that Mm -hmm. really can impede blood flow and lymphatic flow and healing and all that. So very important. So what would be some clues that someone listening, you know, may have some areas that need to be improved? Like what are actual symptoms or body signs that you may want to go see a pelvic floor, you know, specialist? Yeah. So I would say that probably the top things that I do um, treat and also get the same questions over and over again is about leaking, bladder leakage, when a woman coughs, sneezes, runs, or jumps. Um, that is called stress incontinence. And almost 50% of women will have some sort of stress incontinence after childbirth. So it's not normal to pee your pants if you try to work out and you can't do jumping jacks or you can't jump on a trampoline and you start peeing. So that's not normal. It can be helped with pelvic floor PT. Um, Also for women who have a prolapse, That can definitely get worse with age, especially in the menopausal stage, where I'm seeing a lot of women that were just said, the doctor said, oh, you're going to have to have surgery for this. But really with prolapse, it's like women are having some 
pain in their vaginal area. They might have increased pressure. Um, they might be uncomfortable and even see something kind of protrude. And prolapse is a common thing that I, I treat and women are able to get their symptoms much, much better. And a lot of times they don't need surgery because there's different stages of prolapse. Um, another thing is diastasis recti, which is abdominal separation. You have connective tissue down the midsection. And if you see like a tenting or doming down your midline when you go to sit up or when you are just rolling in bed or you lean backward, then a lot of times that can be related with pelvic floor problems or back pain. And so it's good to get the right kind of guidance from not every PT knows how to treat that. You can't go to a general PT and expect that you're going to get the same result as then if you go to a pelvic floor PT, because it's really like how your whole core, your abdominals, your back, your pelvic floor all works together. Um, so those are probably the most common things that I see, but definitely with any hip or back related issue, the pelvic floor is a whole muscle system that coordinates with all that. So it has, it, you'll get a better outcome if you're addressed by a pelvic floor PT who is also an orthopedic physical therapist. Right. Absolutely. So let's pretend we're in your office, you're doing an assessment. What are the kind of things that you do in the office to see where a woman's at and what needs, she needs to be doing to help heal that area? Yeah. Well, a lot of time is spent talking to the person. So it's getting history from what their life has been like, what their activity level is, what their biggest concerns are, and also what their goals are too. And if they did have children, is it, did they have a vaginal delivery? Did they have any complications during pregnancy? Um, how's their postpartum experience been? So a lot of it is talking to them. And then after that, I do a full body movement assessment and strength assessment, especially with the hips, the abdominals, and the back. And then from there, I would do an internal assessment. So kind of like when you go to the gynecologist, but I'm just assessing strength of doing Kegel type exercises with breathing and being able to see if the muscles can lengthen, but also contract and what the endurance is like. So I do assess with internally with uh, the muscles and if there's any trigger point areas, tender areas, so it all just kind of depend, depends on what I'm seeing them for. But I, I would test for um, that part of the exam is usually about 10 to 15 minutes. I remember when you did the, um, like the duration of contraction and I was like, this is hard work. <laughs> I'm like, this yeah. is crazy. I've never, you know, and you just like hold it for 10 seconds and slowly release. And it's like, you can actually get really tired down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when women think, okay, I just have to do my Kegels. Well, not right. everybody actually needs that. And so I test for a variety of things. And with any muscle in your body, you have to be able to know how to lengthen it but also how to contract it fully. So you look at the full range of motion and sometimes if you don't have one or the other, it can cause symptoms. Right. I feel like every woman listening is doing Kegels right now. <laughs> now that you said it, I'm one of, that's one of those things I can hear it and I'm like, oh yeah, let me do that. It's funny when I'm assessing people, I can't help but do it myself. <laughs> that's a good reminder to do it. I love it. I know. <laughs> so what would be... What's like, what's a proper way to do a Kegel? You hear lots of different ways to do it. So uh -huh. I'm sure it's different for every woman, but if, is there a kind of a general way to do it? 
Yeah, I love this question. Because your diaphragm is at the top of your whole core system. So your diaphragm with your breathing is really important. And you don't want to necessarily hold your breath, especially if you're doing a longer duration Kegel exercise. So I teach women, and this is like a coordination thing. Your brain has to really learn. But I teach women to relax on the inhale. And then on the exhale, they draw those muscles in and up doing the Kegel X on the exhale. And so just doing like a set of 10 of those with the breathing is a great place to start. And if you feel like you don't know if you're even doing it right, you can um, actually kind of put your finger there to test. Just, do you feel anything? Or do you just feel your glutes and your inner thighs contract? Are those trying to help you because you have a really weak pelvic floor. So those are some of the things that I would teach women to start with. Interesting. So helpful. Okay. Let me see. I'm looking at your book, some really good stuff in here. So, um, well, I'm sure women listening are going, well, gosh, I had a kid 30 years ago or 20 years ago. It's too late. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to them? Oh, definitely not. I see a lot of women between the ages of like 50 and 70 because now they are taking more time to really care for their health. They're staying active and they want to avoid surgery. And maybe they going through menopause will also change the strength of your muscles down there too. So women in their 50s, 60s, and 70s and beyond, you can definitely still make a change in strength-wise, um, mobility-wise. A lot of times just working on hip mobility and spine mobility and also core strength can make a huge difference, especially with... So what would that be? Like what kind of stuff would, would work hip mobility and all that? Um, well, as you know, like in our location, we use yoga and Pilates a lot for uh, women of all ages because you're going to get that enhanced um, ability to work on your hips and your back. Mm-hmm. And I love Pilates because... Oh. As I'm a lifer. You know. <laughs> I'm a lifer. And I have to say one little cool thing. My dad, he was scheduled for surgery. Um, he has, you know, he had excruciating hip and back pain. And I swear for like at least a year, maybe two years, I was bugging him about doing Pilates. Because I feel like a lot of people associate it with, you know, like a woman's thing, even though from what I've read originally, it was designed by a man and it was kind of for men. Um, so yeah. yeah. So I, I even had my back then it was a different Pilates instructor. I was like, use one of my sessions and just do research to find like the best person in Colorado. Cause I wasn't out there to know. And, you know, and of course she didn't take one of my sessions, but she, she appreciated the offer and she did all this research, found the right people. And I sent it to him and he still took like six months or a year to do it. <laughs> and so he finally did it. And within probably two or three weeks, he said his pain was from like an eight or nine to a two. It's amazing. It's amazing. He doesn't have to get surgery. The only time where it gets really high is when he doesn't eat the right foods. So he gets more inflammation, or if he really pushes it and you know lifts things he shouldn't lift, and has like body bad body mechanics. He's like a workaholic, like overachiever kind of type A personality. I get a little bit of that from him, <laughs> um, <laughs> with a little bit of my mom's like all over the placeness that I love. But but when he's really you know consistent, it is it twice a week with a private instructor. Yeah, it's, it's expensive, but I mean, how much more expensive is surgery, right? 
Yeah. And it's a long-term program that is, you're right, you're doing the holistic route and you know, with back surgery, is it actually going to help it? You're going to have to follow up with the right kind of exercises and do the rehab afterward. So if you can do that and avoid surgery, then it's amazing. Exactly. And what's so funny now is I'll be like, Hey dad, how's Pilates? He's like, Oh, it's good. We're doing this work. We're doing this exercise, (laughs) that one. I'm like, sorry, using the reformer. He's like, yeah, she has me doing some reformer, some other stuff. You know, I just do some home things. Like he's so like, this is my thing. And like, you know, it's my my art (laughs) exercise. (laughs) I love it. He's so happy. Yeah. So, um, do you think that every woman who's had a baby should get like a thorough exam from, you know, a pelvic floor PT? Or do you think it's just for women who are having those symptoms you're saying? Well, definitely for the women who are having symptoms, but I do screenings for all women after childbirth. So even, you know, coming in to do a little consult with me and setting them up for success and giving them resources. um, I, I do think and part of this is in my book too. When I did research in other countries, it's like in France, it's a given. Every yeah. woman has to get checked off by going to at least a number of sessions with a pelvic floor PT before they can even get a gym membership, before they can, um, it's, it's like structured into their medical care. And that's so cool. Yeah. And so it's really putting an emphasis on taking care of moms and being able to see how the world can be better if we take care of the women and the moms because we do so much and we have to feel good so we can take care of other people. Totally. One of the things I love that you showed me were were correct body mechanics to hold your baby or to pick Mm -hmm. up your baby or how to deal with that awful like you know sore wrist from that kind of motion where you're picking up your baby all the time and that was really helpful. I mean game changer. Yeah, the thumb problem that so many new moms get too with yes. uh, the tendonitis in their thumbs. <laughs> oh. That's so common. It's so unexpected. You don't think that's going to happen. You think mm-hmm. that the worst part is over with having, you know, going through childbirth, but not really. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the day-to-day wear and tear that really yeah. yeah. Yeah, think about how your posture changes from nine months of carrying a baby and then going into postpartum when you're either breastfeeding or holding the baby in front of you all the time, that's going to affect your back and your shoulders. Yeah, completely. Yeah, it's the new mom slump, right? You can sometimes <laughs> tell just by how women stand. It's like, oh, she has a kid. <laughs> or she's at the computer, your way. Right. So you are a mom of two, right? Two yep. little girls? Yep. They're yeah. eight, and, eight and 10 now. Eight and 10. Wow. And you are a business owner. You're a hustler. You're an author. You're doing all these things. I know you're part of a mastermind group. I mean, so much. How do you find time for self-care? You know, how can you, as a busy mom, find that time? Well, I've gotten on a kick recently because I've, it's been really hard and it's something I struggle with every week, but I have gotten on a kick of being kind of crazy about exercise and Mm -hmm. I get up at 4.30 in the morning I do go to bed by nine o'clock Okay. and I get up at four 30 and I work out from five to six and I feel amazing for the rest of the day. And then obviously I get really tired by about eight o'clock and I'm ready to go yeah. to bed. Well, that's pretty good. But, <laughs> but I have to do that in the morning to start my day because it helps my brain. Yeah. I have to do so many things throughout the day that um, I just want to be able to take care of myself and perform the best way mentally, physically, and, um, 
be a better wife and mom. So that really helps me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been super helpful. So much information. What do you, anything else you think I should touch on, bring up? I feel like this uh, is a good overview. Obviously there's a ton more in your book for women who really want to get into you know the meat of all of it. Yeah. I just want women to know that if there's something that you feel is not quite right, don't, um, don't just feel like you're being dismissed from somebody you're explaining it to in the medical world. There is help out there. And a lot of times PTs, we have more time, especially in a practice like mine, we're more of that um, concierge practice where we can spend a lot of time talking to you. And if we're not the right fit for you, I'm more than happy to just give you resources and be able to um, put you down the right path because I see so many women struggle with just not getting the right answers. So in my book, in each chapter, there's different issues that are explained and you can just go right to that chapter that might explain about back pain or about um, incontinence or prolapse and then just be able to take some tools with you and start using them on your own. And if it's not working, then to reach out to someone like myself. You mentioned what incontinence was. What about for people who don't know what prolapse is? How do you simply, simply explain yeah. that? Yeah, so prolapse is when either your rectum, your bladder, or your uterus starts kind of falling down into that vaginal canal, and it's held up by ligaments. And so when your pelvic organs start getting, um, if you don't have enough strength around your pelvic floor muscles, those ligaments can um, become a little more stretched and lax like all your other joints in your body when your hormones change. And so it creates um, almost that increase, like I mentioned before, women say they get increased pressure in their vaginal area. Sometimes they'll even see their pelvic organs kind of poke out a little bit. And women don't even know that can happen, but it's actually very common, especially if you've had multiple births and multiple gone through childbirth multiple times. But there's different stages of prolapse. And a lot of times doctors will say, well, eventually you'll need surgery, but that's not always the case. I've helped a lot of women with prolapse. Yeah. And one very important tip is using the power of your breath, right? It's like whenever yes. you're doing any pushing, like for example, when you're pooping, you mm -hmm. want to just breathe out rather than hold your breath and push, right? Yeah. Not to do the whole Valsalva maneuver where you're yeah. like holding your breath, but same when you deliver your baby to exhale as you're pushing because you want to be able to lengthen the pelvic floor and not just put extra stress on, on those organs too. Yeah. I've even seen women that start weightlifting too much um, too early on postpartum mm -hmm. that have caused a prolapse as well because right. everything it makes sense. wasn't ready. Heavy, you know, weightlifting, like doing cleans or doing whatever, you know, little heavy weights, CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> that may not yeah. Be and the I, best time. I, I fully support weightlifting. I just want women to know, like, you got to give your body time to heal. And so that's part of what I talk about in the book, kind of like a timeline to follow if you've just had a baby and what, what you should test on yourself to see if you're ready. Yeah. This is kind of a silly question. When you're just out and about kind of living your life, your pelvic floor, should you just let it be real relaxed and kind of loose or should you like keep it partly tightened or... What do you think about that? Um, you should not even have to think about it. You should just kind of let it go. Okay. It's subconsciously. <laughs> Everyone just relax their pelvic floor. <laughs> so it should be turned on as much as necessary, but as little as possible. 
So you don't want to keep that resting tone of your pelvic floor and contracting your muscles all the time. Yeah. And sometimes I see women that have been dancers or gymnasts or ride horses, and they're always contracting and holding in those muscles. Right. And that can actually create pelvic pain, uh, like pain mm. with sex, and create other, other um, issues, too, that doctors can't figure out because it is a mus- muscle system. And you have fun little toys and tools that your patients can use if there's tightening or pain with sex that kind of look like a dildo, not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Or the pelvic wand. Pelvic wand, as you call it. Pelvic wand. (laughs) There's a little massager, but not really. Um, It has a medical purpose. So that's what's important. Exactly. I love it. Well, Dr. Dawn, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us and, you know, just sharing something that so many women don't even know is an option. I know it's going to help a lot of ladies. So thank you so much for being on the show and for people who want to learn more about you or if you're local in San Diego and you want to book an appointment, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's level four. It's a, the number four pt.com mm-hmm. slash women's dash health. Correct. Is that right. <laughs> correct. You got it. That's yeah. Also, if you follow my Instagram page, PT, um, I put a lot of women's health related um, info on there too. Yes. Love it. And if you guys want to do Pilates, maybe I'll see you at her studio one of these days. Yeah. All right, Doc. Thanks again and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.